If you're looking at planning a dream vacation or just a quick trip to Disney World or Universal Studios, look no further than Zip Travel. We have a dedicated team just for Capture the Magic listeners that will not only provide expert advice, but will also help you find the best deals on tickets, hotels, dining, special events, and more. But that's not all. By booking your vacation with Zip Travel, you'll get some free gifts, including a free t-shirt from us, $10 in shop credit, and a gift waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So why wait? Head on over to travelwithzip.com and fill out the short form there to get in contact. There is zero obligation. So even if you're just curious about pricing and what would work for your budget, again, just head to travelwithzip.com today. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing, and how are you feeling? I'm feeling much better. Thank you. I I seem to get sick like once every three months or something. I'm just going to blame kids. I'm going to blame having small kids and going to Disney a lot. I'm just saying. I don't know. I mean... Going theme parks are germ havens, so that really does are. make some sense. Yeah. yeah. So, well, uh, we talked about it in the Universal show, but I don't know. Some people don't listen to the Universal show, but uh, yeah, sorry we missed last week. Didn't have an episode. Jamie was under the weather, and then our son was not feeling well, and last week was just a complete wash of yep. weeks. Yep. Uh, so we that was the first time we haven't had an episode. I believe that was unplanned. Um, I think maybe ever. Kind of thing, for a full of, week, yes. Yeah. Like two two weeks or two times in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very unintended to not have an episode last week, but we apologize. We are back and we're we're feeling good and I can't believe it's May. I can't believe we are almost halfway through this year. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I'm I'm in shock, shock, <laughs> really. But uh, we got yeah, we got some fun trips coming up here at the end of the month, and then you know summer, and it should be it should be good. It, indeed, it should be good, mm-hmm. and uh, and we will make up. We'll do something to make up the missing episode from these. We will do either in the next few weeks. We'll do something a little extra special for missing one. But yeah, I mean, I had released like you had actually told me when you were feeling good. You're like, well, go ahead and do the episode by yourself. And by the time that happened, it was like ten thirty on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and I was just just completely like physically and just exhausted from like all the stuff. And I was like, you know. It's just going to be a bad episode, so mm-hmm. I'll just wait. Because it would have been weird to have a debate with our topic today, which is Hollywood Studio Snacks, mm-hmm. uh, by myself. Yeah, I mean, you could just list. Yeah, but it'd just be me being like, you know, talk. I enjoy this one. I mean, like, you know, I, I I disagree. Like, I would just have a conversation with myself. So it makes more sense <laughs> if you're here with me to do this. Plus, we have plenty of news to talk about today. So got a full full docket on the show today. But before we get to the news, just want to remind everybody, if you want to support the show or uh, you want even more content from us, you should look at joining Club 32. So that, like we said, we have extra shows in there, Cool Kids Kitchen, live streams, uh, very laid back live stream where we're just chatting, uh, private podcast feed, 
20% off of CTM Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products, private Facebook group and Discord, and much more to come. So if you want to join there, you can go to ctmvip.com and you can do a monthly or yearly option. If You you can do a free trial as well. Or if you do a yearly option, you can get a free t-shirt that we'll send you, uh, Club 32 shirt. So again, if you want to support the show, just want more content, that's the best way to do it. And again, go to ctmvip.com. And uh, go join over there. It's a great little group, and uh, you know we welcome new people all the time that are welcomed with open arms. It's not a, it's not a snobby group. It's a very welcoming group. So, mm-hmm. so all right. Well, let's get to the news. Like we said, we have a bunch of it here. Yes. So uh, Disney did make a bunch of changes, basically saying it's going to change for your trips coming up in 2024. Yeah. Uh, the main one being what, Jamie? Well, um, I guess the first thing we'll talk about with this is that they are bringing back the dining plan, which I know a lot of people were very, very sad that they weren't having dining plan up until 2024. But now that it's coming back, it's it's kind of exciting. We've talked about this on the show before about how for the dining plan, it doesn't really work for us because we don't do a lot of... First of all, we don't do a lot of sit-down dining. We do a lot of snacks in the parks. And our kids only have a certain amount of like actual table service meals they can handle before they're just out of their minds. And it's just it doesn't it doesn't work well for us, at least not right now. Um, so for us, you know, we don't really we don't really do the dining, dining plan, but I can totally see why so many people are excited to have the dining plan back. And I think what we were talking about, I think it was last night is that it's it's almost like people want that feeling of like an all-inclusive vacation back. Yeah, I had brought the point of a few times of, I think this is talking with Kendra, owner of Zip Travel, and you know some of the feedback that they were seeing, and a lot of people were saying is they were, they're wanting, you know, Disney has become so complicated. And we'll talk about some of the other things they announced that I think are going right at this issue, which is, going to Disney is not easy and nor is it laid back. And a lot of people like the idea of going on vacation and just having it all paid for and not having mm-hmm. to worry about extra stuff or the food. And even if they're paying a little bit more, it's that peace of mind of trips paid for. I show up, I enjoy myself and I'm done. So much like you do on a cruise or all inclusive resorts and things like that. So I think this is a good things. I think there's an audience that does want the dining plan. And like we've talked about, it doesn't really fit for us for the most part, but if you do eat a lot and really to, we've, we've done episodes in the past about the dining plan to make it work or is it right for you? Um, you know, for the most part, you need to eat a lot of food. Mm-hmm. And so for some people that's fine. And some people too, they just like the peace of mind to be able to have that during the day and not have to worry about it. So I think that's a good thing. Now they haven't said anything about free dining and they haven't given a price point on this either. Well, yeah, free dining would be the promo that they usually run in the fall. Right. They won't be doing that, obviously, for 2023 because it's not, you know, it's not back yet until 2024. So I guess it remains to be seen if they're going to need to whip it out for uh, for 24, 2024 in fall. That's what she said. <laughs> You're going to say that. If they are going That's to <laughs> whip it out. I mean, if they're going to offer the promo. Right. I think... Well, who knows if they will? I think that's I the first know. thing that people were asking about is, oh, is free dining coming back? Because I think that's it's synonymous now. A lot of people think the Disney dining plan is actually the free dining thing. I mean, it's become so synonymous with some people over the years. Um, I, I think they probably like having that in their back pocket. Mm-hmm. They need to use it. Mm-hmm. So 
We'll see, but yeah, that's, that's a uh, for those that are looking for the dining plan. Yeah, and like Jared said, we don't know prices on that just yet, uh, so we can't go by the old pricing. Um, but I'm we, sure it'll be more. Well, oh yeah. I mean, it's been since 2020 since we've had the dining plan, so it'll be four, almost four years. And by that the time was it starts early again. 2020. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, you pre you prepay for basically all your meals. The only thing you don't pay for is tips and alcoholic drinks. That's not included in the dining plan. Um, but you basically can choose from the quick service dining plan or the Disney dining plan is what they call it. And the differenti- differentiation between those two is basically for the quick service plan, you get two quick service meals a day and a snack or a non-alcoholic beverage. And that's per day. And then if you, for the Disney dining plan, you get a snack, a quick service credit, and a table service credit per day. So you can, I mean, you can, that, I mean, that's a pretty good amount of food mm-hmm. for either one you do. And yeah. I'm thinking too, I think this is going to be a good thing, again, for a lot of groups like teenagers that come yeah. like travel with like their groups, just being able to be like, okay, you get a dining plan here, here are your, your, um, your credits. So be on your magic band. You don't have to worry about like anything else. Right. And you don't have to worry about maybe giving them a, a gift card that they end up blowing on souvenirs or stuff and not food. Yeah. It's just one of the, one of those like peace of mind things that, okay, you're going into your, yeah. your trip. You already have that set. So I, yeah, I get, I get the appeal, but again, we don't know the prices for these yet. Um, but I'm sure we'll figure it out soon. <laughs> well, and I understand why people like them because if you go on a cruise, you can pre-buy certain packages. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can get a drink package and some of them have a food package. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, I get the peace of mind with it. And I think for certain, for definitely for certain groups of people and families, it, it works really well. So yeah. I'm sure it'd be a welcome thing to return. Now you me. cannot book this unless you are staying at a Disney owned resort hotel and you're buying like a package together with tickets. So if like if you're buying tickets and, and you can add the dining plan on with that. Um, so if you're staying at like a good neighbor hotel, you can't do this. Like you can't just add it on. Um, if you're an annual pass holder, you can book a room and you can add the dining plan on. You don't have to buy tickets if you're an annual pass holder. Right. So there are some limitations to who can buy the dining plan right now. Um, well, in the future. and in Well, yeah, in, in 2024. Um, so yeah, January 9th, 2024 is when all of that goes live. There we go. All right. Yeah. Uh, the next news that we have, like I said, there's quite a bit that they announced there. There were five updates. They said to make mm-hmm. your visit easier. So the next one we have is that, th- uh, theme park reservations have been removed for date based tickets. Yep. Again, January 9th, 2024 theme park reservations will no longer be required for date based tickets. Now, date-based tickets is basically any tickets that, like, standard ticket options you offer to guests. So, um, if you have, like, a three-day hopper or a five-day base ticket or anything that has, like, dated tickets, that's not going to be needing theme park reservations anymore. Woohoo! right? <laughs> For many people, yes. For many people. Yeah. Um, annual pass holders and, like, cast members, special like convention or conference tickets, group tickets that are handed out, those are non-dated tickets. And so those would still require park reservations. So Yeah. <laughs> I think I think this is a step in the right direction. I, uh-huh. I've said for a while, Disney is going to eventually let go of the park reservation system, but they're going to do it 
one finger at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to hold on this as much as they can. But the issue, that a lot of the other feedback that we were hearing as well is the park reservation system for people who are not plugged into the Disney World was like not your annual pass holders, just people coming like once a year or as, you know, as, as Disney always likes to say, the family from Colorado coming. Yeah. Um, the park reservation system is this giant hassle uh, impediment to them and I think it's obviously causing issues. So like simplifying that makes a lot of sense. They already know those people are coming because they are, again, they're date-based tickets. So mm-hmm. when you're already buying a date-based ticket and then also having park reservations, that's very redundant. I've always felt it's redundant. Yeah. So them getting rid of that is good. Um, you know, I, I'm not surprised about the annual pass order thing. I think I would love to find it. I'm sure we talked about it. But I'm pretty sure I said eventually that's what they would do, but they would make the annual pass holders still abide by it because mm-hmm. that's the group of people that they never know when they're coming. Right. They just have no clue on a given day how many annual pass holders are going to come and which park they're going to go to. So eventually, I really hope they get rid of that because, again, that's just another thing that I think competition will eventually force them to let go of that. But step in the right direction. Yeah. And um, just FYI, they are not getting rid of park hopping after two. There are a lot of people that thought, I was, oh. I was getting ready to mention, yeah, that yeah, they like, do anything with that. That is... That is that is staying. That's sticking around. That that bog. I, I don't understand that. That makes zero. <laughs> like to, for them to make all these changes and leave that in place is mm-hmm. the most. Uh, that's the simplest thing I think would have made the most people happy in general would be getting rid of the park hopping after two because it's. Oh my gosh! Yes. It's it's not even. I, I again they implemented it initially because of COVID and not wanting the parks to be overcrowded and things like that. It, it's still being around. It doesn't make any sense. There's really no excuse they have to point to other than they just... Staffing. Right. But again, that's yeah. not... So again, what I've said all along with the park reservation system is they're putting all this onus on the guest. Mm-hmm. Their staffing issues are their issues. You're now forcing people that are visiting your parks to you know abide by certain rules because you don't want to... You don't want to essentially probably be overstaffed. Right. Or under. Or mm-hmm. under and things like that. But it's just... That ha- that has to go. I'm sorry, but that has to go in the next little bit. I mean, it's it, we're well, already into 2023, and that's still a thing. Like I never would have thought that has still been around, you know, almost into 2024 or halfway there. Well, one of the other things they talked about, which is it, it's it's a change, but it's like not a huge change. They're just calling it something different. Um, so now, as annual pass holders, you have bonus reservations, where sometimes Disney will put just bonus park reservations for certain parks on certain days on your account. And you're like, oh, thank you, because you're allotted a certain amount depending on your ticket. Well, now they're introducing a good to go days for cast members and annual pass holders which is basically like you can go to certain parks on certain days without a park reservation at all. Like they're just, they're just deeming those certain days, those certain parks as not needing a reservation. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good change. It's not a huge change. They're just calling it something different and they're not requiring those reservations instead of giving out bonus ones. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I understand to an extent what they're doing. You still have to abide by the park hopping rule, which is silly. <laughs> but again, we, we mentioned that. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a, a change coming in 2024. If you think about that, you can you have these days where you can just show up, but you still have to abide by park hopping. Mm-hmm. Like you would assume on those days, they would also just say no longer, the park hopping thing is like not a need because those are obviously going to be on days where they're not expecting like huge crowds. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, the park hopping thing is just so, like it just, 
it just causes so many issues. It really yeah. does. Yeah, and uh, the other some more news we have here. So the next one is that they are continuing to provide extended park time uh, to Disney Resort hotel guests. They're just saying that they're going to be doing extended evening hours and early theme park entry into 2024. No changes, just that they're going to continue to do that. So, which I'm actually glad about. I know some people don't like it because it's mostly it's it's deluxe resorts that get to well, let's say extended evening hours part. right mm-hmm. yeah um i i think that they should do more for deluxe guests so i think that's something that is a nice perk to have and uh so there was some question if that was going to continue because they, they mm-hmm. hadn't said before so it looks like it is yep it and is. then the last one is that they say they are simplifying the genie plus experience now this is one that jamie's going to go over what they said this is one that is the most interesting to me because mm-hmm. I think this is the one where the most feedback is the feedback they have been getting that we know of. They are clearly trying to address that. So I'm just going to I'm just going to read this verbatim. It says we have heard from guests that they would like ways to plan with Disney Plus service and Disney Genie Plus service and individual lighting lane selections before the day of their park visit. And we want you to know we are working on ways guests may do this for visits in 2024. Our goal is to give you the opportunity to spend less time planning in the park and more time enjoying your visit with friends and family. While we are not able to share specific details, we look forward to sharing more information at a later date. Um, so what this sounds like to me is that they were gonna, are going to enable you to make either your first or more park you know, um, uh, attraction selections before you before that day. So basically, they're just going to go back to the way FastPass was, but you pay for right. it. But now we have to pay for it. Well, right. again, when they started the Genie Plus, well, okay, let me first stuff say, the biggest complaint that I've heard from multiple sources is the guest feedback is the Genie Plus system is people aren't enjoying it because they're on their phones all the time. They got to get up the morning of. It's all this stress. And you can see people in the parks. They're on their phones constantly. And so they're, they're booking the next thing, doing the next thing. And people feel like they're just inundated on their phone the entire time and not really enjoying their trip. And you've and we've heard it from people in the group as well and, and people that message us. And this so them addressing this is good. And I said all along, they should have just taken the fast pass system they had and just made it paid. Because mm-hmm. that system worked. You made your you made your fast passes beforehand. You could get more the day if you use them more. Like that system was fine. There was no reason to redo it and rename it and make it more confusing, because now like like my brother is coming in July, and he literally messaged me. He was like, "Who is the person that decided to you know call this genie and a genie plus and an individual lightning lane?" I'm like, "That's a really good question," <laughs> because for people who aren't in on it, it just is so confusing and convoluted and redundant. And I just think if they would have just taken that fast pass system and people would have grumbled, but on some level we all expected that they were eventually going to charge for the, for the fast pass system and just take it and just charge for it. And that would have worked just fine. But yeah, now they're actually going back to (laughs) what they originally had in a way. We'll see that we obviously don't know the details, but it would make sense that they would do that because you know, I think the last thing, you know, they have to be getting a lot of feedback and they even said there, that this whole system is just too much. I mean, every day mm-hmm. you got to get up at 7 a.m. to try and get these selections, and that starts your day. And I've said all along, you know, remember Rides of Resistance, you had to be in the park to try and get 
the, the oh, boarding yeah. group, mm-hmm. and you would hear people in the park, either you didn't get it or you don't get it, and you'd be people cheering or groaning. Right. And so the first thing off the bat, you know, so the, then some people just leave the park immediately. Right. Then it was like, okay, you can do it first thing in the morning. So it's like, there's nothing like waking up on your vacation to immediately either be really happy or really disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's a bad way to spend a trip. And yep. the more ways yep. you can avoid that, I understand virtual cues and things and, and you know, you've got to have a way to do that. But yeah, I think this is a good thing if they can get away from that because it is just making people's trips very stressful. Well, not only that too, is like you have a lot of people that just don't want to wake up early yeah. to do all this stuff at 7am. A lot of people want to be sleeping and, and some people sleep late, you know, a lot of different, you know, ways to vacation at Disney. But when you have like, let's say you have a, a, a family that they're night owls and they, you know, go into the parks like late morning, early afternoon, and they stay past closing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way they do it. And like in the morning, if you have one person that's got to get up at like 630 to get ready to make their genie plus for the next day. I don't know. Like it's, it is a little, it is a little inconvenient. Um, it's inconvenient even for us too. Cause I mean, there's some night days of like we go to Disney and like waking up at early, early, early is not, not something we want to do, you know, but yeah. I feel like too, and I don't know about how you feel about this, but I think that because there's people waking up so early to make these reservations, to make the virtual queues, to do get an individual lighting lane, that they're up, and I feel like it's making early entry or like early like opening of the parks much busier than it's ever been. Yeah, because pe- people are already awake. Part they're, of they're ready to go. I think part of that. I, I think part of it too is the cat got out of the bag a long time ago about rope dropping. I mean, we've talked. Well, about that's it. not a secret, right? We've talked about it numerous times. The number one thing you can do to get more out of your day is rope drop, and especially when you're talking about. I think before when you had the fast pass system, maybe people didn't do it as much, but now with it, it's paid. You have people that don't want to pay for it, so they're instead going to get to the parks earlier yeah. to try and get a leg up. So with with fast pass too, you kind of knew what your day was going to look like before you left. You could make the three reservation or get three fast passes. You know that those three were guaranteed. Um, and if you got any extras, great, you know, and you just kind of like went from there. Whereas genie plus you, you don't know what your day is going to look like until you, until you make that first one. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, and it's for a very lot, more, you know. And for a iffy. lot of people going to on vacation, especially in, in going to theme parks, the last thing you want to have is your day just be like, who knows? <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll wait and see when we we'll get in see there. If we can get it. But, yeah. well, and, and another thing, too, that the Fast Pass system gave people, which I think a lot of people enjoyed, was like, it was almost like your trip started a little early. You know, you made mm-hmm. your fast pass. Like there was this anticipation and build up to the people. Certainly, some people really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. and that was taken away and, and instead replaced with all this stress the day of. And you know, if you're coming once a year, or one, you know, whatever the case is, and you really want to ride a certain ride, that's a lot of stress to then, you know, let's say you you wanted to give your entire family, and then you feel like you let your family down, and you're not getting the most out of your trip. So you're immediately again like as somebody who's really big on mindset and like waking up and having a good routine, like I don't think having the routine of waking up and potentially like not getting all the things you want and immediate disappointment to start your day. Like there's a Mm -hmm. lot of people are starting their day off in a very negative way. Mm -hmm. And again, when they're leaving Disney, they're not going to want to, they're not going to look on back on that fondly necessarily. They're going to look on by that saying like, Oh, that was really stressful. Like I don't want to mess with that again. Right. And that's a lot of the feedback that they are getting. And while this is, I I think these are a lot of steps in the right direction. I don't think they went enough, 
I think they well give them time. I mean, well, but, yeah. okay. Again, though, like they implemented these things really quickly. They could also change them really quickly. I just sure. think when it comes to the park reservation system, especially and the park hopping, they just don't want to let it go. No, <laughs> they just they really don't. They're going to be forced to eventually due to competition, but mm-hmm. they just currently don't want to. So. You know, I, I think a lot of these things are good things. I would be very curious to see what Genie Plus ends up looking like. Mm-hmm. I think they need to simplify it for sure. So we'll wait and see on that. But uh, but they just say that in, in this article they put out is that bookings for 2024 vacations will start on May 31st. So if you are ready to book for 2024, that is the first day that they're going to open up vacation packages and, and rooms and stuff. So uh, if you would like a quote, a free quote for a vacation in 2024 or anytime, uh, you can go to travelwithzip.com. Zip travel. Yes. And actually the rest of this month, I was going to mention, um, we probably may have a promo about it, but that mm-hmm. there is, you have a chance to win a $500 gift card from Zip Travel if you book uh, a trip that meets certain requirements. Uh, up until I believe September, sometime in September. I know mm-hmm. I can't remember the details off my head, but, um, but yeah, anybody that does book, I think at least gets a $25 gift card, but you enter in to win a big gift card. So I'll put that in the show notes for you guys. Yeah. To look so at, again, so. travelzip.com. Yep. And, uh, if you're looking to hit to them that. up. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, the next story we have is there is a new restaurant coming to Epcot this summer and it is called <laughs> Shiki Sag. Sushi? I believe it's Shikisai. Shikisai. I believe it's yeah. Shikisai. Yeah. Um, Shikisai Sushi Izakaya. Izakaya. It's coming to the Japanese uh, Jap- Japan Pavilion. Yes. Um, so it should be opening this summer. And it says here you'll be able to experience the essence of Japan's seasonal festivals where each month brings a new celebration to your table. Um says, from hanging Tanzaku to celebrate Tanabata. I don't know. I can't say any of this stuff. Um, (laughs) Anyway, it's for the the many seasonal festivals they have. And it's going to be shown in what you're served. And uh, lots of sushi. They have a sushi bar. They're going to have regular grill items that you can you can order as well. But they have some pictures of what they're going to what they're going to serve. And um, there's a a Funamori which is sashimi and sushi arranged in a boat platter. It's huge. Yeah, it is. I've seen that at at restaurants before, yeah. Yeah, so it looks good. Um, Again, opening this summer, so we'll be able to get more information closer to opening and, yeah, a new new dining option here. What did it replace? I don't know. Just Tokyo Dining? Is it just Tokyo Dining? It says new location, so I don't... Yeah. Have they been building something back there? But they closed something else. I think it was... um, It's not... No, Tapan Edo is still there. Um, The Tokyo... I think it was just Tokyo Dining is what it was called. I I can't remember. Anyway, so it it did replace something else. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I like sushi to an extent. I like certain types of sushi. But that place looks very high. I'm, I'm guessing that's going to be rather high end, the way it looks. It looks very. Um, I think it'll be like comparable in price to like Morimoto. That's kind of what I was thinking, like a Morimoto inside of the parks. So we'll we'll see whenever they uh, have more stuff about it when they announce it. So yeah, yes, and it, it is replacing the Tokyo Dining Place that it closed. By the way, so where is that in the pavilion? In this, it's on the second floor. 
Oh, so it's on the like you walk around and it's there. I think so. Um, like, um, so if you go up the stairs, like when you first walk in and you go up the stairs, um, there's like Japan Edo, and then there's what used to be Tokyo. Dying gotcha. Right okay, there. right over there. Um, but you can so you can see the fireworks from up there. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be uh, it'll be coming this summer. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right. And the uh, last story we have is Ariel from the live action Little Mermaid is coming to the Disney parks. Yeah, and she can be seen at Walt Disney Presents where Sully used to meet. Um, that's at Hollywood Studios. And there will be props from the movie and a sneak peek in the theater as well. And I'm like, I'm a little confused by this. It's like, so, so there's going to be... So it's just, but the Little Mermaid doesn't meet anywhere else in the in Hollywood studios, right? Like the the cartoon one. I don't think so. I don't think she does. Okay, so I was going to say I don't know how they would deal with that having two different versions of Little Mermaid, but well, I guess they don't. They've <laughs> never done this before. A live action with the li- that that to my knowledge. So they didn't do it. They didn't do it for Beating the Beast, right? Well, did they? The well, I mean, it's hard. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think they have. They never had anything specifically saying it was from the live action version. So. Well, they don't really do that in the parks, really. Like they didn't have the live action Cinderella dress, right? Did they? I don't Again, know. I can't remember. But um, anyway, so if you'd like to meet the live action Little Mermaid, coming to Disney parks. So that is that is starting. I think this month sometime. So. And if you want to see the OG Little Mermaid, just go to Magic Kingdom. She's the Magic Kingdom. She's all over there. She's all over there, right? So, in her grotto. <laughs> yeah, she's got her own place over there. So. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that is it for the news. Okay. But uh, Jamie does have a poll time. Poll time. All right. For this week's poll time, I polled the basically the social media accounts that we have. And I posed the question, would you rather... And uh, I asked, would you rather have an all expenses paid vacation to Disney World with your favorite person, but you couldn't ever do your favorite attractions or same vacation, all expenses paid with the person you most dislike, (laughs) but you could ride your favorite rides as much as you want with them. I think I know which way this probably went. So um, in the biggest sweep of these questions I've ever asked, 99% said that they would go with their favorite person, but just not ride their favorite rides. Well, yeah, because in between riding your favorite ride, you have to deal with a person that you <laughs> essentially loathe. That sounds right. terrible. I thought it was an interesting question, but apparently everyone's like, no, it's an obvious answer here. Don't don't go with the person you don't like. Well, Because then you have to ride the rides you don't... You, you ride the rides you love with the person you don't like. Well, it's also so. assuming you probably would have to like stay in a hotel room with them as well. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're Absolutely. talking about the person that you don't like. So this just shows you that people very much care about who they travel with, <laughs> which is yeah. not like a shock. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not surprised by the poll results, but yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, what would you do? Well, I would do I would do what everybody else did. I would go with. My favorite person. You would be like, I'm going to go with my arch nemesis. No. I mean, can you fight your arch nemesis while you're there? I mean, I I did not put those parameters in the poll. I started so. thinking about things you could do, you know, like, <laughs> are you able to ditch them? Like, you know. <laughs> right. Are you, are you like, you know, what, what back in the day in the sitcoms, you're like handcuffed together where you had to be together? 
Well, uh, See, that's an interesting question. Do you, can you ride the ride together and then just go your own ways? No. So you're forced. You're to forced to. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody said, I could eat in Disney and be happy. No rides required. It's true. Things like, uh, if I just go to Disney and never do any rides, I'll still be happy. I mean, if all expenses... I'm like, that's true. I if all expenses are paid, then mm-hmm. you can do a lot more stuff. I mean, yeah, you can do a lot of stuff with the people you actually... Like your favorite person and enjoy yourself a lot more. Yeah. Again, I it was just an interesting question I thought of and it was non-controversial at all. How do you say controversial? Non-controversial. I feel like you said it weird. Did you not? I don't... Uh, non-controversial... I don't, it's the seal. It's non-controversial. Am oh, I saying it wrong? Am I saying it wrong? I don't know how you say it. Non-controversial. I've never heard people say non-controversial. Non- con- no were- controversy. <laughs> <laughs> no controversy. I've never here. heard you actually say the word that non-controversial. way. Non-controversial. I don't know. That's another wow, poll question. Am I actually. saying it wrong? I don't know. Oh. I could be. I could be Midwesting it. I don't really Midwesting? know. Midwesting? Mm, I don't know. It's a verb I use sometimes. I can't think too hard on this right now. Because people down here will all say something. They're like, what? And like, it's, I'm just Midwesting it. And they're like, <laughs> oh. Like, it's just a weird <laughs> thing. Uh, well, uh, well, thank you for the poll time. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for participating in the poll this week. I will have a new poll next week. And hopefully, it is a little bit more controversial. Controversial. I think it's that way. Controversial. Okay. Anyways, uh, if you would like to be part of the next poll time, or as it's going to be now known as the social uh, experiment uh, poll, I suppose. <laughs> that should just be what it is week. Like, would you, you know, like it should just be these like differing things. It just, we just start shaping how people think. But, hmm. um, but yes, if you want to be part of that, uh, you can either go to the Caption Magic Facebook community. You can follow us on Instagram. Those are the two best places. And that's where Jamie posts the poll questions. Believe it or not, it's halfway to Halloween already. To celebrate, we are releasing our brand new Haunted Mansion shirt featuring the infamous Hatbox Ghost. All Capture the Magic Apparel shirts are designed and printed on supremely comfortable shirts in-house by us and not by some low-quality, faceless third-party company. We do it the hard way, so the quality of our shirts is not only stellar, but so is our customer service. Capture the Magic Apparel shirts are perfect for any Disney fan, no matter the age, as we offer both adults and children's sizes. So why wait? Head over to ctmshirts.com and get 10% off your first order with the promo code PODCAST. Experience the magic of comfort and style with Capture the Magic Apparel. All right, well, let's get to our discussion for today, which is the best Hollywood Studios snacks. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves snacks. Me too. I can say when we talk about snacks, we see, you know, we do see the people that you guys really like snacks. So that's what we're going to talk about today is snacks. So Absolutely. we have 10 of them. And we have, okay, I will, I will just say this right now. I have had all of these except for one because I, I can't until we get to that. I'll... But it's because I've had it. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, but you just can't. I just it. can't eat it. But anyway, yeah. so we got 10. We got 10. We have 10. And they're not in any particular order. This is just written out. It's hard. It would be hard to rank these. Uh, I, d- I think the number one and two and three, I, I could easily rank. Okay. Do you want to go backwards then? Let's go backwards. Yeah, we'll go backwards. Okay. We'll just say the top three are for sure ranked. These other ones and d- just no various order. Okay. Put it that way. So. The uh, the first one on our list, or number ten, or number ten, as I would say, uh, what which is blue milk at the milk stand. So this should be 
okay. It's 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 a fine it's a fine snack. It's is it like the best on this list? No. Is it better than green milk? Yes. But I still want I feel like including it in this list was important because it's like I included it on this list. I voted for it on this list just because it's worth it if you put the alcohol in there with it. Okay, so I was going to say you can, it's you can actually, drink it with alcohol. Here's the thing about the blue milk. The milk stands in, in Galaxy's Edge. This is in Galaxy's Edge, by the way. It's yeah. a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Huge, I will just say, disappointment. Huge disappointment. Blue milk, green milk, it's not very good. It's okay, but it's not like, it was their attempt at being like a butter beer right. from Harry Potter. It's definitely not that. But it actually does taste better. I believe they put tequila in it. And it actually oh, yeah. does taste better with the alcohol in there with it. And I think you even said so as well. Yeah. Which is odd. So it's now if you do the alcohol in there with it, it's it's like by itself it's eight forty nine. Right. With the alcohol, I think it goes like somewhere fifteen dollars. So it's it's so a little it's bit sixteen dollars if you get the blue milk cooler is what it's called. Okay. And that is basically the blue milk with Bacardi rum. Oh, it's rum. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So um yeah, I agree. I, I think with the alcohol it's it's much better. It's much better. So if you're gonna get this at all, I would say uh, get it with the alcohol. If you can't nor don't want, you know, let's say you have kids or you just don't want alcohol, it's okay. It's cold, but it's not. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking butter beer, it is not that. It is not butter beer. I will say that. So, nope. All right. Uh, the next one on our list is Jack Jack's Num Num Cookie at the market. Yes. Uh, this is actually, I think, one of our favorites. I would put it, this it's in a, a cookie in, a... in the top five. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. Um, It went away for a little bit, but they brought it back, but it's at the market. Which is in, so it's like you're you're on your way to Toy Story Land, um, and it's in the old Pixar place area. Yeah. It's in that little area right, right there. next to the Joffrey stand. Yeah, yeah, six nineteen for a Jack Jack Num Num cookie, and I don't know how big is it. Big is your palm maybe? Uh, no, it's a little bit bigger than that. It's a pretty good size. It's just like a thick cookie. Basically. It's thick like a, and like it's a, soft. Yes. And it, it's like, yeah, it's kind of how I like cookies, which is not crispy, but they're really soft and gooey in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 simple, but it's, it's delicious. And that's why it's on the list. Agreed. It's very good. <laughs> that's why I made the list. So. <laughs> uh, next one we have, this would be the eighth one, mm-hmm. but not in particular order here. Right. Uh, is the funnel cake at Epic Eats. So there are three different kind of funnel cakes you can get. You just get the regular one with powdered sugar. You can get one with strawberries and cream, or you can get a cookies and cream with ice cream on top, and that's eight forty nine. Now um, I'm picky about my funnel cakes, but the cookies and cream with it is actually very delicious. Yeah, it's it, funnel cakes are good a good snack. Usually with funnel cake to me it's too rich. I can't eat a whole one by myself. And well, when you, you share it. Mm-hmm. Well, when you add cookies and cream on there with it, it becomes very rich. Mm-hmm. But I think a, I think a funnel cake with just powdered sugar is, is good. I think you get too much stuff in there it just becomes too much personally. But I like the cookies and cream like it added is, to it. It like, is good. It's good for me I'd like, have like two or three bites and that would be it. Versus yeah. I can have a little bit more if it was just like the powdered sugar. But yeah. And this is at Epic Eats, which is like right outside of Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. Mm-hmm. So it's over there in the Echo Park section. Yes, that's it. So, All right. The next one we have on our list is the Tachos at Woody's Lunchbox. Yeah. So technically, technically this could be a meal, 
but it's still it's below ten dollars, so I kind of qualified it as like a snack. Um, so it's t- it's potato barrels coated with beef and bean chili, shredded cheese, and signature queso with tomatoes and corn chips, with sour cream, and a sprinkle of green onions. It's nine ninety nine in Toy Story Land. This is actually really good. I love this. Yeah, I love I love tater tots. You know, uh, tater tots are good. These are tater tots, but potato bar- barrels, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're tater tots, um, but it's a big enough thing to you could share it. You could also make it a snack, or you could eat it as a meal. Like the, it's it's very uh, ambidextrous in that way. I think you mean versatile. Also, th- that's the same thing. <laughs> it left or right hand. Well, I mean, I mean, left or right hand. Yeah, I mean, technically, you can go right <laughs> or left. Either right. way. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I it's it's delicious. The the chili is is good. It doesn't it could eat more beef. I could it could do more beef definitely. I mean, it could always use more meat. That's yeah. basically the theme of this show. Yeah, I but think it's just good. It's good on a really hot day. I don't know if this is something that I would necessarily mm. want because of the chili right. aspect to it. But still, it's so delicious. No, it is good. I think if it's really hot outside, I might pass on this for something else. But if it's yeah, if it's like a a nice day. Not a, mm-hmm. a sweltering day. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's a great snack to have. Yeah. I think it could be part of a meal. Yeah. Oh, it for just sure. It wouldn't be enough to have a meal. So I would agree with how you put that. So. There you go. Well, staying at Woody's Lunchbox, the next one that we have is Lunchbox Tarts, which is at Woody's Lunchbox. Yeah. And there's two different kinds they have right now. They've got a chocolate hazelnut and a raspberry. And they're four forty nine each. And it's basically like a Pop-Tart. It's like a giant pop tart. It's like a giant pop tart. Yeah. Um, I can't have hazelnut, so I haven't had that one. But I have had the raspberry, and it's 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 good. It's good, and they do have like seasonal um, lunchbox tarts. Lunchbox tarts that they'll come out with um, that are themed to whatever the season is or um, the month, whatever's going on. The time of year. Yeah, <laughs> like Halloween or Christmas right. or yeah. These I like these. I think they're missing a giant opportunity here to make these inspired by the greatest pop tart that has ever existed, which is strawberry <laughs> with white icing. I don't know why they don't do this. It's the easiest one they have. The raspberry's okay. I'm not really big on hazelnut, so it's good. But man, if you had a strawberry frosted pop tart, uh, whatever you call this, lunchbox tart, uh, game over. That'd be the best. That'd be like the top. That'd be like a top three. You'd call that the S tier snack. In all of Hollywood studios. Oh. But they don't. So therefore, I can't say it's S tier. Well, I like these two because they're not super duper sweet. Like they have a little bit of filling in it. Well, it's the, not terribly sweet. Yeah, it's more so. of like a pastry. Yeah. But I like them. again, make it strawberry Pop Tart <laughs> with the white icing. Okay. If you don't have the like the people that oh listen, there's sociopaths out there who get the Pop Tarts right. without icing. Mm-hmm. I don't, a, I don't know why those exist, and B, I don't, I don't like you're talking about people that you go on a trip with. If you're going on a trip with somebody who doesn't like icing on their pop tart, I think you've just gone on a trip with an arch nemesis. I mean, they, if they aren't your enemy, then they yeah. are now. I feel like this is the start of a movie right? where you're like, oh, I didn't realize we were mortal enemies now. Therefore, we are now. While all this is paid for, we are not going to enjoy our company together. So. You're hilarious. I'm just saying. Anyways, <laughs> all right, uh, now we're gonna get to the top five. Um, I would say. Okay, for sure, I'm going to say a top three because I think the Tachos is actually a top five. 
Okay. Personally. Again, that's not. It's yeah. not really particular. I think if order. we get done with this, we'll say what our top five is. Maybe. <laughs> okay. so I'm also really hungry right now. Oh, so okay. All so right. the number five on our list here is the Cold Brew Black Calf at Cat Saka's Kettle. Yes, this is Joffrey's Coffee Cold Brew, topped with sweet cream cheese and chocolate puffs, for five forty nine. You can also get this alcoholic. I think it's vodka. Do they just put it? I think it's vodka. They put in it. It's probably vodka. Um, for like. $14 or something. Um, this is delicious. I'm not a huge cold brew fan, but the Cocoa Puffs and the cream cheese mixed together, if they if you have enough of the Cocoa Puffs, enough sweetness in there, oh, it's a good coffee drink. So mud, mm. much like going to a coffee shop, like a Starbucks, you mm-hmm. know, like Dunkin' or something like that, it depends on who makes it. Mm, that's true. I've had this where it's not the greatest because they didn't put much cream on it and there weren't many Cocoa Puffs. Mm-hmm. And they say Chocolate Puffs, but they're Cocoa Puffs. Right. And then I've had it where they put plenty of the cream on there <laughs> and plenty of chocolate cocoa or, or Cocoa Puffs. I'm like, well, this is great. So it's kind of inconsistent in that way. Right. It is really good. I like cold brew quite a bit. The sweet, It is like a sweet cream cheese uh thing with it so it does have a good flavor with it i i like if they make it right this is really good if it's made correctly this is a top two snack to okay. me i mean okay. especially if you want a coffee that's just unique they don't i mean they have obviously you know different cold brews at starbucks so this is a very unique thing mm-hmm. if it's not made quite right i would say this falls into like the number six number seven side of things so a okay. little bit depends on how it's made fair enough so but it is it is a good drink. Um, you can find it at Cat Sacka's Kettle, which is inside like the marketplace area at Galaxy's Edge. Yes. So. All right. Uh, now we're getting. I think these are probably in the top four. All these in the top four. Okay. So number okay. four on our list here is Ronto Wrap at Ronto Roasters. Yep, we're just gonna go right next door from Cat Sacka's Kettle into mm-hmm. Ronto Roasters, and there's actually two different versions. So you can get the regular version, which is the roasted pork, grilled pork sausage, peppercorn sauce, and tangy slaw wrapped in a pita bread for twelve ninety nine. Um, you can also get the Ronto Morning Wrap, which is eggs, grilled pork sausage, shredded cheese, and peppercorn sauce and pita bread twelve forty nine. So there's a there's a right choice and a wrong choice here. Uh, the wrong choice is the roasted pork because it's just not that good, to my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do we, roasted pork with a grilled sausage, whatever. It has coleslaw, which is disgusting. You don't like this law, I know. The, the Ronto morning wrap is delicious. It's very good. The it's eggs good. and the sausage. Mm-hmm. And you can actually make this at home pretty well on your we, own. We've done it for Cool Kids Kitchen. We have. Uh, it is good. And it actually is a pretty filling meal. So at twelve forty nine, you could eat. It, it is more like a meal, isn't it? I, I would mean, say it's still snacky though. It's a snack. It's considered a snack, I believe. But yeah, it's it's very good. So if you're gonna get between the two of these, all I can say is the Ronto morning wrap is the way to go. But this thing's not always open. It has weird hours. Well, and you can also get like a plant based version, or I think they even have a chicken one too. Um, but the the morning wrap, the one with the eggs, is the best. The chicken one is not that good either. Oh, it's not. I've I haven't had, had the one. chicken. I've one. had. I didn't. I haven't had the uh, plant one because I just don't. But right. uh, the morning wrap, very good. So again, if you're getting the morning wrap, this is definitely a top five. If you're not getting a morning like a morning wrap, in, in my opinion at least, this falls way down the list. Yeah. So some of these are very variable in what you get, and who makes it for you. So again, yes. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the top three. Uh, I'm going to say here, let's go number three on the okay. list here, which is the carrot cake whoopie pie at the Trolley Car Cafe, which is the Starbucks. 
It's 4.49 and it's exactly what he said. <laughs> it's a whoopie pie with carrot cake um, or carrot cake, a whoopie pie with icing in the middle. They eat like mm-hmm. a sandwich. It's very good. It's very big. I would also throw in here seasonally, they have the red velvet whoopie pie. They do. They that do is, do that. That is better. I know it's, I, I like the carrot cake one better because I like carrot cake better than red velvet, but I, this could, this is like our version, like yeah. your version, red velvet, my version, carrot cake. But I like both a lot. Mm-hmm. They're both, I mean, I'm not going to turn either one down. And they're actually, you know, for $4.99, they're pretty good sized. Oh my gosh, they're huge. You get a lot out of them. So yes. I would say, yeah, the whoopie pies, either carrot cake or red velvet is a win. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're cold. They're served cold too, which I do like actually. I like a cold. Well, cake. it's cream cheese frosting. So you I know. You want it to be a little chilled. Right. Because if just, it's not, it just melts all over the place. Well, I just wish trolley car wasn't so busy every time I want to go get it. I'm like, oh, I don't have to stand in line just they, to pick it up. Didn't they used to have a cart that just had the, the whoopie pies in them? I thought uh, they did at one point. I don't point. remember. They should. I thought at one point there was something that was outside of the, the Starbucks that had that stuff, but I could be wrong. This would have been years ago, mm, but okay. either way, I think they should. So, uh, All right, and the next one. I, actually, I don't know if this one is in the top three, but we're going to put this is the number two thing here is the Wookiee Cookie and the Backlot Express. Okay, this is because, oh, I don't know how you feel about it, but I love this. So it's two oatmeal cookies with vanilla cream filling garnished with a milk chocolate sash on top. 629 Backlot Express. Um, I've gotten this cookie many times and it's just so good. I, I love, I think it's because I love oatmeal cookies. I do too. Um, and I love the the cream, the cream, basically the icing. Um, and with the cookie, I don't know. Every time I get it, it's just, it's so good. It's very rich. Like I can't eat the whole thing. Well, that's what I was going to say. I like this a lot for about five bites. <laughs> it's just so rich. It's very sugary. I think it would be better with a cream cheese frosting in between it. Personally, you just, you just love cream cheese frosting. I with do everything. love cream cheese frosting. Yeah, actually, as a kid, this might grow out. I used to eat cream cheese by itself. That's disgusting. It's not bad. Um, I personally don't think it would be better with cream cheese, but again, that's me. I feel. I feel like you should me. get the option. But I do love. Mm. I do love oatmeal cream pies. And so this is very good. It's just so, like I. There's no way I can eat one on my own without like getting sick to my stomach. Mm. So this is also a good Fair one enough. if you're going to get it, eat part of it, and then save it for later. Yeah. But it's also a good size as well. So I think this was one of those things they brought out as like a, a seasonal type thing or a temporary thing that they made permanent because it's done so well. Yeah. We may guess, but yeah. So it's very good. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, they just brought it back too because they had didn't have it for a little bit and it's back. So. Yeah. Hey. There we go. All right. The number one, and I, I'm going to say this is the number one mm. goat snack at hollywood studios i love this if you disagree then i guess we're going to be enemies <laughs> which is the bavarian pretzel at baseline tap house yes this is a giant pretzel with beer cheese fondue and spicy mustard for 950 um it is a, it is hard to compete with this pretzel at disney it is very good and it's and it's shareable you know it's like a appetizer i guess kind of like at a bar baseline yeah um but the beer cheese i don't like cheese jared you know this i don't like cheese and i love this cheese the cheese is great it's they, so good in fact i would actually say and the and again the mustard is actually pretty good with it but i would actually i've done this before is like ask for an extra cheese because mm. they give you both to, mm-hmm. to really eat the whole thing you have to use both but the cheese the beer cheese fondue is the, the best well you know yeah 
I agree. Well, I agree. it's yep. it's the best pretzel on Disney property. I would, I, I would say that. I think yeah. I've tried a bunch of them. Like, now, the only one I need to try that I haven't tried in a while is the cream cheese and cream, cream cheese filled one over in not Hollywood Studios in Magic Kingdom. They have the cream oh. cheese filled pretzel over there Isn't at the that, launching pad. Is that pad. new? That's new, right? Or it's no? been around for oh, the, okay. at the lunching pad. So I'm talking about on property as a whole. Baseline is either number one or number two, but for okay. sure at Hollywood Studios, number one. Uh, yeah, it's a great pretzel. And again, you can go here and pair that with a nice beer and just sit. You can find a shaded spot to sit. It's a great way to just like relax and. Well, and it comes on a stand. It's it so big. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's aesthetically pleasing as well. Yes, which is very important <laughs> when you're eating your snacks. So good. But yeah, so good. I definitely think that it's fantastic. If you haven't had it, go try it. Mm. It's it's the best. Pair it well, with a nice drink, and it's it's even better. And I'm sorry, I'm going to make a lot of people mad here, but uh, I uh-oh. do not care for the plastic cheese that comes with a regular like Mickey pretzel. I agree. I oh I I cannot. It it just it's it just you can just taste the processed the processedness of the cheese, and I can't I can't do it. But this beer cheese, I'll take it. I'll take it any day of the week. I agree. So I will agree there. You haven't yeah. made me mad because I <laughs> agree with you. <laughs> Good. So. Good. All right. So I guess the main question, we've gone through all of these. Okay. Where, what would you put? Let's, let's, you pick your top three. I'll pick my top three. My top three? Yeah. What's your top three? Is your number one the, the pretzel? My number one is the pretzel. Okay. I will say the number one is my pretzel. Uh, my number two is the carrot cake whoopie pie. Okay. And yeah, probably the Wookie cookie or... Even the cold, the black calf, maybe. Okay. But yeah, probably those those three. Okay. I would say the pretzel is the number one. Mm-hmm. I'd go same carrot cake or the the um, red, red velvet, velvet whoopie mm-hmm. pie. My number three, I probably. Mm, it's either between the tachos or the the uh, Ronto morning wrap. Okay. I'd say between those two. And maybe I would give the edge a little bit to the Ronto wrap because it has more meat in it. Mm-hmm. It is really good. But either yeah. that, that's what I think would put my top three. I, the cold brew okay. is really good. It's just, it's so inconsistent. Hit, right. Yeah, I understand just, that. It's like going to, a, it's like half the time when you go to Starbucks, you're like, are they going to mess up my order? Sure. You know, things like that. So that's where I would put them. Okay. Yeah. Fair right. enough. Well, that's our list on our uh, our findings on the best snacks at Hollywood Studios. And if you agree with us, let us know. If, if you, you disagree with us, don't let us know. Let us don't know. tell us. <laughs> if you think we've left out any any snacks in there that you think we should have included, again, uh, we would love to hear about it. You can go to the Facebook group. You can go to um, Instagram. You can yell at us uh, anywhere. You can email us if you want. You can, yeah, if you want. You can just yell in your car if you'd like. That's fine, it's fine. too. That's we, fine, too. We may not hear it, but we'll feel it. <laughs> yeah, but if we did forget something, we will go try it. We can yeah. always update this list if we forgot something. Yeah, and if we did, yeah, if there's something we want to try next time or whatever, and you're watching us on YouTube right now, which you should be, mm-hmm. maybe, um, either you first subscribe, and then you can comment on the video. Yes. And we will probably do eventually a vlog on this, like actually try. Maybe we'll try like our, we'll name our top three or top five. Yeah. Retry them live on, well, not really live, but you know, on video. That'd be good. Yeah. Instead of like, I don't think podcast version of us eating while we're talking would really work too well. <laughs> be like, right. Mm, Squid Whoopie Pie is amazing. Just, Ugh, you know. Like an ASMR. And then you thing. got like the mouth sound. People, mm. people wouldn't like that. But you can mm-hmm. do that on a vlog a little bit because, you know, you can just eat and then not 
show that part. So. Sure. Maybe we'll do that. So, all right. Yes. So, yeah. Be sure to check us out on YouTube. And we have vlogs and obviously the, the video versions of the podcast and everything like that. So, that's there. Yep. Also, be sure to check us out on social media, like Jamie said. Mm-hmm. Instagram, TikTok. Uh, well, we're posting a lot of the stuff on Twitter, like the videos and the, the reels and things over there. So, we're doing a little bit more over there, but not a ton on Twitter. Also, be sure to check out some other shows if you want you know, even more content. We have... The CTM Universal Show, where we talk about Universal Studios, and that one, a new one just came out on Monday. We talk about some of the latest news, and then we what was our topic on that one? We talked about um, the perks of staying in a premier That's resort. Right. Yeah, staying in a premier resort at Universal. So if you want to check that out, it's on this feed and its own feed as well. So if you want to separate them out, you can totally do that. And then Jamie has Trip Tales, which is her trip report show. Mm-hmm. And when's the next episode there coming out? Um, it's like a, a week and a half. Okay. Yeah, not this coming Monday, but the next one. Okay. And that's a great resource if you're going on a trip because you get firsthand, uh, you know, basically a conversation with somebody that just went on a trip and, yeah. you know, you can get a lot, you can gleam a lot of uh, insight from those. Mm. So, and there's been enough trips now where you could probably find somebody that went on a trip similar to yours. <laughs> probably. And, like that. and if you want to be on Trip Tales potentially, you can go to ctmtriptales.com and there's a button that says at the top is be on Trip Tales and there's a form you fill out and it will go to Jamie and she will let you know if you are chosen. If she gives you the rose. And just FYI, I am covered until August. So if you have a trip coming up in August or beyond, you may fill out one of those forms. Okay. To infinity in August. To beyond. Infin- All right. right. <laughs> That's what I thought of. Uh, and then we also have Outside the Bubble, which we will do another episode there. We have tried a few times now. Nothing has been good enough to really do a whole episode on. Because it's like one thing or it's been really bad experience. So once we find something good, we will we'll discuss that there. Uh, but that'll be on this feed. And that's we're going to aim for about once a month there once we find some more places and things to do there. So, all right. Well, I think that will do it for the show. So thank you, everybody, for listening and or watching. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Thank you. And as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye. Bye.